Welcome to Ash and Does Remember, a geeky, nerdy, awesome podcast by millennials for, well, anyone who remembers the geeky golden days of the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. Hosted by Ash Price and Dezo Gorman. Produced by Teresa Dua. Welcome to Ash and Dez Remember. I'm Ash Price, and as always, I'm joined by the absolutely wonderful... Dez O'Gorman! Hey! We're here! Yay! We are. We can now actually start. Yes. do you remember holidays? Oh, Ash, I do. Funny enough, uh, I I returned from a short trip away. Uh, I don't don't know Mm -hmm. if you would call it a holiday, because I went home. Yeah, you know, which a few people have told me to do over the years, so I don't know if if that's. It was a home. It was day. a yes. It was very much a Yum. yeah. Don't don't do that. No, it's <laughs> <laughs> no. It, We're all going on a gangster uh, home day. Oh, the more these podcasts go on, the whiter you are. Because <laughs> Ash, no offense, man, but the more these podcasts go on, you are like the love child of the Michelin Man and the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. You are that white. Uh, <laughs> uh, I am vanilla ice as love child. <laughs> oh, that's a that's good night, everybody. That's a thought. Uh, right, go ninja, go ninja, that's right, go. That's go right. Ninja, he he invented ninja, the ninja rap. We can't let forget history forget that fact. Uh, where were we? No. Yes, holidays. We were talking yeah. about holidays, Des. When you were a child. Yes. What were your holidays like? Did you go once a year, twice a year, every few years? What type of place? Come and tell me okay. about Deza's childhood adventures with okay. holidays. Before I do that, I need to uh, check proviso with you. What are you determining as a holiday? Um, I, I guess anything that involves a adventurous or restful break from usual activity. So that could include kind of summer holidays, staying at home, wandering around the park, poking toads with sticks, or it could involve getting in the caravan, wandering away into the middle of nowhere and having to poop in the woods. So, and everything else. Well, maybe you went, maybe you went overseas, maybe you flew, um, and you went to visit some far-off shores like the north of France or nope. Brighton. Nope. You know, nope. somewhere exotic. Nope. I... Nope. What were, your, what were your holidays? All of my holidays growing up were all in Ireland. I never left Ireland until, and this is no word of a lie, until the early 2000s. I never left Ireland. That is, so, late teens? Yeah, yes, yeah. I mean, I was born in 84, and the early 2000s came shortly after that. So, I would have been an age. Uh, I would have been a number. Yeah. yeah, a year. You would have been. A I would have been a number. Uh, I am. A, I am a human being. I'm not a number. That's was paraphrasing uh, another show. Anyway, um, yeah, the, my holidays mostly consisted of of being home with my parents, helping my dad out uh, on the farm. Uh, do, do you know those those type of like stupid summer holidays that you would read about in like uh, a Fantastic Five book where you know, the Fantastic Five go off into a forest and they find like a a, a stream and they, they see tadpoles and, and shit like that. Was it the Fantastic Five? Uh, it, it, the famous five for the, the famous, famous five. five. There yeah. we go. They, for some people, they were fantastic. Yeah. But, you know, they, they weren't stretchy or invisible or rock based or fire based. And that's why, that's why the series fell. Yeah. 
Yeah. It was. It's exactly why it didn't <laughs> succeed. Because George just did not know how to turn him. And they had a dog. So, um, you know. They had a dog. Yeah, they had a dog, which, you know, obviously, as a dog, already has amazing Of course, yeah, because it's a dog. All you have to do is just get the dog to roll over and get somebody to pat their belly. That's it. That The fight is over. It's done. Dogs yeah, are the ultimate sort of. peace process. So, so, Sorry. <laughs> so what did you do on these, what did you do on these holidays? Then? Um... Explore, I think, for lack of a better term. Um, I mostly. Sp- so, did, did you go away to the coast or anything like that? Like, go away on holiday that way? Or did you just very much stay on we, the we farm? St- we stayed at home, but there was days like we would head off to like uh, the beach or like a little weekend away where my parents would have rented a little hut. Uh, not a hut, that's putting it really badly. Like, they, they, they would, you know, rent hotel rooms or, like, uh, little bungalow houses that we would stay. It'd be something mm-hmm. a little bit different than that. My my recollections of holidays are so stupidly limited. And I'll, I'll, give, you, I'll give you an example. There, <clears throat> I remember very few things about the holidays themselves. But I remember things like staying at home and seeing a pond full of tadpoles. I remember staying yeah. in a hotel and going out every once in, a, once in a while, but predominantly listening to the Godzilla album on a portable CD player. Oh, yes. I remember in the car with my grandparents, I was listening to... I was going for my, my rap phase, so I was listening to the M- uh, Marshall Mathers LP, I was listening to Dr. Dre 2001, yeah, yeah. Um, Exhibit, mm-hmm, stuff like mm-hmm. this. I, it's, it's those type of things where you hear of like certain songs or sounds or smells, you're instantly taken back. I have very distinct memories of being uh, at a beach uh, and we, we went off the beach and we got some fish and chips. I remember being in like... Uh, an arcade, and I remember seeing the Ghost and Goblins cabinet. So whenever I mm-hmm. see Ghost and Goblins, uh, that I believe that's the right name, the one where you're playing a knight. That's Ghost and Goblins. I think it? so. Yeah. Or, I mean, so, yeah, I think it yeah. is. Or Ghouls and Goblins. It's, it's one, one of those. Two. It's something we've got. Exactly. Uh, I I distinct memories of that. Uh, I have this one weird memory. This is going to sound so. Stupid, but I'm going to say it anyway because it's a podcast and we need to. This is what this podcast is. It's a way to vent stupidity. Um, I remember one one holiday where my parents rented a bungalow and it was myself, my mum, my dad, and I think my sister was there as well. I cannot remember anything about that holiday except for the fact that I got issue one of the Beavis and Butthead comic series and I constantly read that. <laughs> I wish I was making that up, but I'm not. That's all I can remember of that holiday was that comic book. I, I remember. Um, so I have different types of holiday memories because once or twice mm-hmm. we did actually go abroad. Other times we stayed in the country and I'd have different holidays with my grandparents, what I had with my parents. But my grandparents, we'd always go away in the caravan and it would be to one of one of two places, either to a place called Eacham Beach, uh, which is in, in Norfolk and it's just just down from Hunstanton. I'll talk about that in a bit. And the other one was okay. to Scarborough, um, where we got caravanning. I don't remember a great deal about Scarborough other than really enjoying it, and I still enjoy going back. But I do remember, actually, the caravan site uh, would have a shop, and I remember buying a collection of DC Comics, just in a pack of, like, five of them. And obviously, DC Comics, and most mainstream comics, have got a real nasty habit of just 
being very, very bitty, and you have to collect the entire comic series to be able to read yeah. the story, which is okay. Obviously, you want long-going stories, but they're very, very difficult to get into because of that. And I just remember yeah. reading these stories and not having a clue what was going on, but hey, I was reading a Superman comic, so it was great. Um, yeah. So, so my holidays came into different packages. Sometimes it would just be at home, and we'd go to the park, and we'd look for tadpoles, or go hunting for the ghost train that rocketed through the park um, by... Sprinkling talcum powder on the floor because if a ghost train went through, it would make whole uh, gaps in the talcum powder. Totally ignoring the fact we were pouring this onto soil. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. wait, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa! You cannot <laughs> do the whole thing of like being in a caravan site, buying my first DC comics, looking for tadpoles. Hunting for the ghost train that's going by by throwing talcum powder on the ground. You can't skip over that. I mean, that's basically it. We, we had this story, this idea that there used to be a train track that went through the park, and there did. And we we had this story that one had derailed. It probably didn't. And we went into the, the woods to try and find it. And we thought, hey, if a ghost train is going to go through here, it's going to leave markings in the ground. So we need to put some talcum powder down so we can come back and see if train track markings have gone through the talcum powder. Even though it was on soil, so we could have just looked at the soil to see if there was any markings. But uh, we spent ages exploring the woods, looking for remnants of the train and finding things. Going, oh, this must have been part of the train tracks. This must have been part of that. And it's, it was a strange, adventurous time. And so that's how I'd spend a lot of my summer holidays, doing stuff like that. If I was staying at home. That, that's, that, yeah, yeah though, that's, that's fair enough, man. I mean, for a kid and trying to find the ghost train, the whole thing with the talcum powder, that's thinking outside of the box. That's, you know, that's, that's real, that's you putting your, you know, your Ghostbuster-y helmet yeah, on there, exactly. and I, I salute you for that. I mean, it's a total waste of talcum powder, oh, absolutely. but, it, yeah, but it was, it was good. Let, let me ask you this, because this is a question, and we kind of went, went through this. When you think of, like, holidays, like summer holidays, or a good holiday, what's the album, or the song, that pops into your head? So... I don't. Okay, so actually, it's by the uh, it's by seventies disco music comes to mind. Okay, because my granddad would always play that in the car when we were going off towing the caravan. Uh, one of those old old caravans that were you know not very warm and not very waterproof and you know yeah not very nice toilets and all of that. Um, and it was always. The Nolans always spring out at me as being one of the bands that was playing and the Bee Gees. So I always think of those. Nice. And I remember we always go away caravanning with my grandparents. And like I say, Scarborough and Hunstanton, each a beach. Hunstanton was really, really nice. And I, I remember we'd drive into Hunstanton. I'd always get toys from there, um, like an action man or something like that. Small little area yeah. I really want to go back to someday. But Hunstanton was my... On holiday, my very first experience of theatre, live theatre. Oh. And I remember this. I remember sitting in the auditorium, waiting for the show to begin. And the music yeah. stopped. And the lights dimmed as we began. And then the lights raised again for the stage show to begin. And then, from stage left, in a car, it was Orville. <gasps> the Orville? I saw Orville the Duck live. He was my first theatrical experience. You lucky bastard! <laughs> I mean, this, I mean, there's going to be a chunk of audience that's going to be like listening to that. And you're going to build that up, and you're going to say the word Orville, and the first thing they're going to do is 
They're going to Google Orville <laughs> to find out who Orville the Duck is. I wish I could fly high up to the sky, but I can't. You can. You I can't. You stay with my wings together. <laughs> Oh, the entertainment back then. It was it was so innocent and sweet and, you know, filled with racist. good performers. Yeah, just, just a tiny bit racist and, and filled with, you Cuddles know, many the of the... Yeah, Cuddles the Monkey had a song about turning, changing different colours and yeah. that was a little bit problematic. I mean... That is not just, well. No, it, most of the... Uh, for God's sake, Ash, most of the artists from the 70s and 80s hasn't aged well. We're not going to go down that route, though. Um, no. This is the happy you... memories, not the racist it, memories. Exactly. The, these are the happy, happy memories. This is the happy, happy, joy, joy podcast, not the boo-hoo, cry, cry podcast. That's that's that's, you know, that's the one we're doing next. Yeah, that's that's what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, next next episode. Don't you remember how wonderful it was not having all of these adult responsibilities? Wasn't it great? Oh my god, can't we go back to that? No, yeah. we can't, and we shouldn't anyway. Yeah, we should. Hey, Des, you were an auto boy. Tell us about that. <laughs> oh God, no! I am so sorry. I shouldn't have said that. Uh, so, I also, I also, so that was with my grandparents. My parents yep. would usually go, um, a little bit more exotic. We would go to the Isle of Wight. <gasps> uh, Ooh la la! Oh, yeah, we would go to the Isle of Wight, and we'd always go there. And we'd go to a place called Black Gang Chine, which is a wonderful little theme park. And I've been there recently, actually. And it's still good. It's still great. It's good fun. Um, yep. I was in. I was doing a tour a couple of years ago, and I was, uh, one of my gigs was on the Isle of Wight. So I went to go and see. Is this still good? And yeah, it was great. And yep. just going to places like the Isle of Wight felt so distant. It felt abroad. Yeah. It felt like really exotic, which yeah. which kind of a couple of times I did actually go abroad as a child. Mm-hmm. Um, once was with the school, and we went. God, this is going to sound so wankishly elite. Um, we went on a water sports holiday to the south of France. Oh, um, come and, on! And we did also so some of the things we did. We went into the woods and camped out there, telling ghost stories. And we went on <sighs> banana boats and catamarans. Nice. But I have to. I have to tell this story. I have to uh. tell this story. So we were sharing tents, and for one reason I don't know. I can't remember why. Me and the guy in the next room of the tent were having an argument. And the teacher was like, oh, behave yourself, behave yourself. And then we heard a fart come from somewhere. And I said, oh, it's come from next door. And the guy in the tent in my next room thought I meant him. And so he starts getting more angry, at which point the teacher says, right, you're on washing up duty in the morning, which is, you know, you wash up after everyone's had breakfast. So we're out there washing up the next morning. And there's a couple of the kind of guides there. There's an older guide there, and he's kind of sat there eating his food. And there's a younger guide who's like, you know, he's hip, he's cool, he's funky, he's fun. Um, and he, he like picks up the tub of water, no pots in it, walks over to the other camp guide and just pours the bucket of water all over him. And everyone stops and looks and laughs. And the guy's sat there and he's quite clearly quite pissed off. But then the, the young funky guy comes up to me and goes, Ash, you should do it too. <laughs> so I did. <laughs> <laughs> And in retrospect, that was a really mean, bad idea. And yes, it is. To this day. And I just remember the, 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 the guide who was now covered in manky washing up liquid water sat there, his plate full of manky washing up liquid water, still just kind of eating his breakfast in a really angry, I wish I was legally allowed to kill these little fuckers <laughs> frame of mind. Um, 
<laughs> and I, that stays with me because, like, I, because I was a kid, I did what I was told by someone in a position of authority. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't question it. Um, I probably should have done, but I didn't. Well, you're uh, at that age where you don't question these things. Somebody tells you to do something, you, you just do it. That's, yeah, exactly. You know, it's part of being a kid. You know? I bet that guy got absolute shit later on, though. Oh, I bet he did. Yeah, but for for like five minutes, he was a god. Yes. He was a god. And um, the, the other main holiday I want to mention before we kind of get mm-hmm. onto a more general talk is about a year or two later, we went to Spain, a place called Salou. And Ooh. I don't know if you've ever been out there, the waters are crystal clear and the fish like come right up close. So you walk out a few feet and there's a little fish. A few feet more, they're a bit bigger. A few feet more, they're a bit bigger. If I'd have kept going, I swear I'd have hit a megalodon by, by like 50 <laughs> yards. But we, this was when Power Rangers were huge. And me and my brother bought a Power Ranger. He got Zack, the black Power Ranger. Because um, again, looking back in retrospect, that's not problematic at all. Um, yeah. And I, I got Jason, the Red Ranger. And I was nice. so proud. I was so proud of Jason the Red Ranger. And I had him on me all the time when we were in Salou. And I thought, hey, I'm just going to go out into the sea with him. That was oh, the no. last time I saw Jason. No. Jason is somewhere swimming around the Mediterranean. Probably sunk to the oh. bottom right now. Paint come off of him, poisoned a few fish. And he's just kind of living down there all pale. And yeah. And I still, I still miss my Jason figure from when I was a kid. Um, I'm I'm still broken up about that, but that, and that's all okay. I remember about the Spanish holiday. That and horrendous storms. My grandparents arguing because my my grandma, my my both my grandmas on both sides came along, uh, and also we tried really hard to find places that served English food because obviously when English people go abroad, they have to eat English food because you know. Yeah, heaven forbid that you try the local cuisine. I know, right? I know. <laughs> Uh, All right, yeah. just, just just a couple of quick questions about the about the Power Ranger. Uh, one, was it the standard uh, uh, toy action figure, or was it that one that had the flip head? Uh, it was the standard one. This was fairly early in the Power Rangers uh, toy line release, so I don't. Think so this this was this was later. all like this was all like solid plastic, but with the with the joints. Yeah, and, opposable, it, like, and it had the little holster thing for the gun. Probably, I don't remember that exactly, but I, you think, don't he remember a, that. I think he had a sword. Um, okay, okay. And yeah, he just kind of he just kind of swam off, mightily yeah. morphingly yeah. into the ocean. Th- that's that was the that was going to be my follow up. Do you think he's just like, or do you think there's like a Toy Story situation where he's kind of like floating around or walking down, and he's like fully because there's no humans around for him to pretend to be a toy? Do you think he's just living his best life at the bottom of the sea? I like to think he is. I like to think he's down there right now. He's taking control of the ocean critters, mm-hmm. and he is ruling the oceans like a god among but he, fish. But a fair god, and because it's Jason. A fair god. Yeah, a fair god, because it's he's Jason. Jason. Yeah, you exactly. Know. He wouldn't be an unfair he would. Job. He would. god. He would be a fair, kindly god, and hardly, hardly smart. Exactly. He's not, he's not like, you know, uh, the first introduction of Tommy. You know, no, he's no, he's, exactly. he's 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 good and pure all the way. Through. He's a teenager with attitude. You know, when he when he gets the he morpher, he, you know, he was. Uh, I'm trying to remember if there's. Uh, I remember like certain uh, school holidays. We didn't have that many, uh, but we normally would always. <coughs> excuse me. We normally would always go to this place. I really wish I could remember the full name, but I think it was called. Um, oh God, I'm gonna mess this word uh, this name up it was called um Kuhulin, uh adventure 
place. I really wish I could remember. I like the fact that I like, I like the fact that place was the one you. I, it's with not that. It's oh, I forgot. To, it's kind of like you're 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 away from home for like a week, and you you're you stay in this place and you've got bunk beds that you crash with your friends, but you go out and you do, you know, oh, God, I've described this really badly. You go out and you do things like uh, like kayaking, or hiking hiking mm-hmm. through the woods but the one thing that always stuck with me with that is that we did rock climbing we went to a quarry it wasn't a big quarry it's a little quarry and uh there was a guy at the top of the quarry and he had a rope and he would put the rope down and you would be safely harnessed up and you would climb the rock face you know it's, when you're a kid that's that's really cool and I was I was there and I was watching my friends do it and they were going they were they were kind of like early versions of like spider monkeys or spider men you know just they would just go and they're done mm. and then it got to my turn and I was doing it and I was doing really well going up one hand in front of the other and then I think I got about halfway there and I froze with pure unadulterated fear because you're half. I, I must have. I must have looked down because I was halfway up and I could not move a muscle. I could not move to go up and obviously going down is not an option because you can't clearly you know, go back down. And and I, I think I was there for like a good 10 minutes with people just telling me to go because I had nothing else to do. I mean, I was still roped and harnessed up, but that was... That still stuck with me. That was terrifying um but in hindsight once it was done and the next day we went uh canoeing that that was that was a bit better because you know water you can't die in water right you know that that's not a thing right i mean ask jason he's alive ash you told me he was you know controlling all the fishies you know so yeah, he's controlling exactly. So he's alive. So if you'd fall into the water desert, you'd have been fine. You'd have been living with Jason, <sighs> ruling the underworld. Well, I should have done that. But no, instead, I I lost my shit and got frozen, stuck to the edge of a quarry. Anyway, ah, I I went. I I think I, I went rock climbing mm-hmm. with the scouts once. Um, but we did actually. We did go on holiday with the scouts for a weekend away. Yeah. again camping. And it was awful um, because I did, I was I was the youngest member, so I was obviously the butt of all the abuse. Um, and I remember quite clearly taking so proud of this, and it's quite expensive now to find the Crystal Maze board game uh, to play. So I thought, hey, I'll take it along. We can play that. And the 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 other scouts took the bits of the board game and threw them into the woods. What a bunch of assholes. Exactly, exactly. The oldest oh, scout was the ringleader because he was the son of the scout leader, so he thought he could get away with everything. And did he? Probably. I don't know. I quit very oh, soon after because a... it just was not a fun experience. Do you, do you remember his name by any chance? Um, Cunty McCuntface. Cunty McCuntface, how dare you destroy Ash Brace's Crystal Maze board game? How dare you? How dare Dare you, sir! And also, I remember that was the weekend I saw Three Ninjas <laughs> because we all went to the cinema and they all wanted to see Cliffhanger, but I was way too young to get in, so I went nice. to see Three Ninjas instead. I, I, I mean, apparently that was the first film I saw, but I remember the first film I saw being Jurassic Park, and it's going to be Jurassic Park. I will not have the first film that I saw yeah. in the cinema be Three Ninjas. <laughs> yeah, be no, three ninjas. God, no, 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 no. 
Uh... <laughs> yeah, I, I concur entirely because I have the exact same experience of, I'm sure it was Jurassic Park, but actually the dates don't work out and it probably was Three Ninjas. Yeah, exactly. pretend that didn't happen. We did. I think we brought this up in we the did. Jurassic Park episode or the cinema episode or something, but we, yeah, we're not going to rehash that unfortunate experience in our lives where it turned out our greatest cinema memory was We're not going to do that. Uh, so just to take a little bit of a, a segue, our producer has just kind of jumped in. I think uh, a very different experience of childhood holidays um, in the late 90s, early noughties she might have because she is far more foreign to Scotland than either you or I, Des. Uh, Teresa, what was, what was it like as an American kid? What were your holidays like? What holidays? You didn't go anywhere? We had two weeks off total throughout the year that my parents were able to take holidays. Right. And we would visit my grandparents on one week and my other grandparents on the other week. So what, you're telling me that that, that, was, that was it? Your two weeks were spent visiting grandparents? You didn't have any time to yourself? I mean, I had summer vacation where I went to summer camp. But what? I went to science camp. Okay, what is summer camp? Because obviously in the UK yeah. we hear about this American yeah. summer camp all the time. So what is this American summer camp experience? So I went to, I went to science camp. So it was basically, it was like an extension of school. You would go there at 8 a.m. You would have science experiments for the morning. Then you would have lunch. Then you would go and do more science-y stuff in the afternoon. And then you would go home with your parents for dinner and go to bed. Um, It was exactly like school, except it was all science instead of, like, a range of classes. And was that fun? Oh yeah, I had great fun. Um, but also, I I am a science nerd. I got a math degree because I thought it was fun. I mean, I, I can't fault you for that. I mean, you know, you go into science summer school because you're a science nerd. You like the sciencey things. But it's yeah. not like you know where you see it in the movies and they're like you know, it's it's you know kids making s'mores or they're doing that weird balloon thing over a lake. You know where they're jumping on one end and the other. That- kid flies over the, you're not doing anything like that i wasn't a girl scout and i wasn't a boy scout until i was much older so i, I didn't go to scout camp which is where that stuff would have happened oh. i actually when i was over when i was over in the states i was really excited about having s'mores you know this wasn't a holiday as a child this was a holiday just a couple of years ago so it doesn't quite tie in but i just thought i'd mention you know i've had s'mores in america that that and when you, you see s'mores you mean the proper s'mores with the marshmallow mm-hmm. the hershey's chocolate and the graham crackers yep the whole thing properly barbecued on on the on the fire where you could have easily have done it over here with a marshmallow and chocolate digestives that just doesn't sound as good Gonna be honest with you, Des. That does not. That sounds culturally appropriative, and I am disgusted in you. I mean, s'mores was started by the Girl Scouts. Yeah, but I don't get me wrong. I have got nothing against the Girl Scouts. I have got nothing against the s'mores. The only thing I've got against is the Hershey's chocolate that tastes like dog shit. <laughs> That's the reason why I said chocolate. The Hershey's are... chocolate world is the best place in, on earth. Sh- it's the happiest place on earth. Have you been there? Yeah, I used to go every year. And wh- and my grandparents, my grandparents lived a half hour from Hershey's Chocolate World. So when we would see my grandparents, they would take us to Hershey's Chocolate World, and we would go on the um, okay. the cheesy factory tour. The cheesy fat. How is this? A th- how are you going to a chocolate world and going on a cheesy ride? How does that work? Oh, it was like 
You know, <laughs> you know those little rides where you go in and they're really, really slow moving and stuff happens around you. Oh, do you mean cheesy as in a little bit naff, or do you yes, mean cheesy right. as in yes, not cheesy calendar. as in like chatter? Okay, that's cheesy as in like. Yeah, that was the bit that was throwing me. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Same. And how how exactly is this? The happiest place on earth. I think you'll find that Disney has copyrighted that phrase for all <laughs> Disney locations. Oh, oh no! Her- Hershey is the sweetest place on earth because it smells like chocolate. Disney is the happiest place on earth because copyright. Well, if you're not happy at Disney, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think they remove you from the property or something. And so this place, I think, yeah, yeah. so this place smells. It's the sweetest place on earth because it smells like Hershey's chocolate. No, it just smells like chocolate okay, thank because God. they're crushing the cocoa. Okay. So the the cocoa butter basically just makes the entire city smell so like for cocoa. A br- so for a brief period of time, it smells like actual chocolate. And then it becomes Hershey's, and then the magic dies a slow, horrible death. In case you haven't picked up on this, I really, <laughs> really hate Hershey's chocolate. It sucks. It's it's a cheap way to make chocolate. And there's... It's a cheap way to make chocolate there is you're you're not lying about that much that is a very much a cheap way to make chocolate (laughs) anyway i i think we're starting to alienate our american we already did that ash and i'm so sorry (laughs) Teresa. yeah Teresa has to head off and check the um the chocolate banana bread we're actually making chocolate banana bread what chocolate's in it Teresa? what chocolate's in it hershey's i didn't make any i didn't make it ash did Ash, did you put Hershey's chocolate in it? We don't have Hershey's chocolate in the flat, so Thank- I'm guessing it's not Hershey's. No, it's just cocoa powder. <laughs> Thank God. Um, okay, yes. go, anyway. check in, go check in the banana bread. Bye, Teresa. Bye-bye-bye. And that was... Yeah, that was Producer <laughs> Corner, everybody. Uh, a recurring feature that will happen never again. <laughs> <laughs> I I, th- I think it's actually quite interesting having that American perspective occasionally, just to kind of see how things do really compare. Because we've got the English and the Irish, mm-hmm. and just obviously the American experience very very um, different. Um, I, d- I don't know if school trips themselves count as holidays, like going away with school. But I remember there was a place in England called American Adventure, which was a theme park. Uh-huh. And when I was doing business studies, uh, we had to go over there one day to learn how the business of the park operated. And after the meetings we were allowed to go and run around the park uh-huh. we went on like the last day of the season so there was nobody there apart from us and maybe two or three other people nice. and the meeting lasted half an hour so we ended up having eight hours just to run around the park oh, that's going like on one of the rides one of the roller coasters there were so few people there we'd get right back to the beginning of the roller coaster and instead of getting off the guy would just be like do you want to go again and we must have done this about a dozen times um, <laughs> just because there's so few people at the park. Oh. Uh, and I couldn't feel... I couldn't walk. My legs were jelly afterwards. Nice. I, I, I think that school trips count as holidays because you're not, you're, you're not in uniform. You're, you're not doing homework. You know, it's a trip away. It's, it's a chance for a kid to be a kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I do remember that I did have one proper holiday my first proper holiday and i will never forget uh forget this do you need sorry man i know i was going off of this you were looking around do you need to go off somewhere or do something no i heard the cat sneeze (laughs) (laughs) we're keeping that in we are keeping that (laughs) in yes uh my first proper holiday was with my cousin gareth and we both went off to stay 
with families. Uh, we have family that live in Philadelphia, in America. Obviously, because it's, you know, they don't stay on top of cheese. And so we, <laughs> thank you. Um, so his mom paid for uh, Gareth's trip and my mom paid for my trip. And it was, it was amazing because, it, first of all, it was my first trip away. Anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, so I did like the stereotypical things, you know, obviously I'm staying with, uh, with my family in uh, Philadelphia. So it's not like I could go out and about, but I must see a bit of the city. Uh, I remember distinctly the, uh, as soon as I got off the plane, I remember how crisp and warm the night was. I remember that so vividly. Um, mm-hmm. I remember whenever we got to where we were staying at my uh, cousin's household, the first thing we did was we ordered a pizza because it's America. You want to order a pizza. So they ordered a pizza in. I got to try a proper American pizza. And by God, American pizza is amazing. I got to try a Philly cheesesteak, which is amazing. Uh, I got drunk and evaded the police. That was amazing. Uh, <laughs> I really wish I was making that bit up, but I'm actually not because when we went there, there was oh, there no. was. You get have you got yourself back? No, 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 nothing like that. No, no, no. Uh, we went to a proper American house party, and it was brilliant because it's like everything you think it's going to be. Everybody's drinking out of red uh, those red plastic cup things, and they had a keg. And at the time, I couldn't drink beer, but I couldn't stand the taste. So somebody showed me that if you mix beer with, I think it was amaretto, it makes it taste like Dr. Pepper, which it did. And it's brilliant. Oh, wow. Yes. Oh, no. That sounds very dangerous. No, no, no. It, 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 all right. I phrased this really badly. The house party went great. Everything went great. We didn't do anything wrong. The only thing that happened was that we went to walk to a pier. Because it was the middle of the night, it was a really lovely, crisp, warm night. We didn't know that the city had a curfew. So we're at the pier and we're trying to get back home. We are actually hiding behind cars as police patrols go by. Because we forgot or didn't know that there was a curfew. Now, thankfully, we got back and nothing happened. But at the time, you're just thinking, holy shit, I almost got arrested in America. And something tells me that if you get arrested in America, it's so much worse than getting arrested anywhere else. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> so. um, I, I think my childhood holidays, the, the, there's something very quintessentially English about um, certain holiday locations like Scarborough and Hunstanton and Blackpool. Mm. I remember going to Blackpool and seeing the Blackpool illuminations. Oh. But the only thing I really remember from Blackpool is that we were in the hotel room looking out at the car park and just watching, unable to do anything, as my mum's car was clapped. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. And so I don't know if you ever went to these places when you were kind of on holiday as a kid, but places like Hunstanton and the Isle of Wight had um, arcades. Mm-hmm. And it um, it wasn't just normal arcades. You'd have, like, gambling bits yep. as well and, like, the puggy machines. Yep. And you'd have... These weird machines that had kind of pushing trays on them that were filled with two <laughs> pences and you just put your 2p in and they'd kind of build up and build up and then knock down. Yeah. Anyway, the Isle of Wight has a pier in a place called Sandown. And back in 1992, 1993, I went there with my parents and it was wonderful. 
And I, I went to this arcade and I was walking through the corridor and I just heard the Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles theme blasting. And I saw it against a window about halfway along was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade yeah. game. And I spent so much money on that machine. <laughs> it was one of the greatest experiences of my childhood. And when I went back yeah. there for a gig a couple of years ago, I mentioned... I went back to Sandown and I went back to that pier and all the machines are new and they've got like indoor golf oh. now and they've got all advanced arcade machines and I'm walking through and it's all changed. But then I hear the Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles theme <laughs> and the same machine oh. is in the same spot oh. and charges the same amount. And I just, it was wonderful. Um, I, I can't remember if Oliver was with me uh, on that leg of the of the tour. I think he may have been once. Um, and I just we we were, I I was playing. I was definitely playing it with someone. Uh, and just that yeah. memory. Just all of a sudden, I'm ten years old again. And I'm on holiday with my parents yeah. again. And it was it was such a happy experience. Yeah. And to be able to to revisit that as an adult, you don't get the chance to do that really because so many things change and they alter. And you can yeah. go back. But it's never the same. There's always something different. There's different layouts and different shops. And there's the shops you went into and got the things that you remember really enjoying. Like the Action Man figures yeah. from Hunt Stanton. They won't be there anymore. But this arcade machine in the Piers Arcade in Sandan on the Isle of Wight was an experience that was just incredible. Because it took me back to the 90s. It took me back to my childhood. It took me back to the things we are talking about in this podcast. And... It's just such a weird, weird experience to have that slice of the 90s untouched. There you go. And there. That is, you know what, my friend? I think that is just such a beautiful pinpoint moment for the topic of holidays and for this podcast. I think we should leave it there. Leave that, like like that cabinet, as like a little pocket of history there, undisturbed just waiting for a little ash price to run up to it and just have his muscle memory kick back in. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, Des, this has, as always, been absolutely fantastic. Uh, you can find us on social media, Ash Des Remember. I think we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, and also we've got a website, ashanddes.co.uk, where we'll also have blogs to tie into some of the episodes we talk about with images and, and other little tidbits of information and, of course, the podcast link as well. But for now, I've been Ash Price. I've been Desel Gorman. And do keep it geeky. Bye for now, Bye-bye. Everybody.